Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in, everybody. It's another episode of the DMVR Rapids podcast. I am your host, Mitchell Carroll, a.k.a. Mitchell, and I am joined... As always, by the Sat Boys, it's our guys, Super Yaya. I'm so sad. So sad. I, I honestly just tweeted out. I was just tweeting. That's why I'm a little distracted. I was uh, just put out. Come listen to our podcast. Come listen. Come give my life meaning. Please. Be- as I talk about a team that I love but hurts me to death. That's all we have left. Uh, also at the end of his rope, just like the rest of us, it is our guy downtown, Dwayne Brown. You guys like soccer? Yes. Uh, I don't like that soccer. Cool. That soccer's awful. Cool. Soccer's tight. Cool, 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 cool. Soccer. Let's talk about soccer. Yeah, let's, I mean, let's talk about yeah. it. Rapids fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh three. Oh three. Three nil. Emmanuel Reynoso just slices and dices and carves his way to a brace. Spooky adds one. Gets his first goal at home since he joined the team at the transfer deadline. Uh and it wasn't that close. It wasn't that close. Rapids looked good for about 15 minutes. Uh and it was all downhill from there. Um do we want to start on some of the things we found positive? Do we want to start? I guess just give me your gut, Dwayne. I just want to fit. What's Dwayne thinking? Let's go like stream of consciousness. Where you at? What are your thoughts after just immediately following that game? Uh, we're not very good at soccer. Um, the coaching strategy is not working for this squad. The roster is not built very well. Um, and the owners are absent on everything. So, hmm, I mean, that's a top to bottom kind of quick analysis there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, where are you at? I mean, what, what's your initial takeaway? Like, obviously, defense wasn't great, midfield wasn't great, attacking wasn't great. Probably coaching, not great. Like, wh- where do you point first? Where do you go with this? Like, how do we start this conversation about this game in a way that's not the exact same thing we talked about the last X amount of terrible losses? There's not because the problem is super obvious. Like, there's no other angle to this. It's players aren't being aren't good enough, and the coaches aren't good enough. It's literally that simple. There's not much. Like, I think the coaching is still lacking, and there's a lot to be desired. I think players are not being put in the right positions to succeed. The only other angle that we can take is when is enough enough? At what point are we going to see changes? Because is this a standard that's being set for the Rapids? Because if it is, then we're never going to see a change come. And at that point, it's like, what? What? Like, the what? If we're talking about the, this specific game, Warner's completely right. 
no tackles. People Juan are running was, free. Juanos was right. He had a point, and I don't. I just want to piggyback on this point you're making right now before we go down another endless uh, <laughs> trail the other way. Prezo, Prezo tackles, he but he point. tackles like an NFL player, unfortunately. He had, Juanos had such a good point when he said that um, how can you – how can this – this team clearly isn't playing for Frazier. They're not playing for themselves. They're not playing together. How can you properly evaluate who plays well with Navarro down the stretch, who plays well with uh, uh, Tavares because he'll be there, Ronan, like the, you know, the few guys that you know will be involved next year. How can you evaluate this team if they're not playing for the coach? How, like They're all going to go through the motions. Keeping Frazier is just going to be going through the motions and knowing that he's going to get fired. It's time. Rip the bandit off. What's it going to take? A 4-0 loss to Salt Lake this weekend? Yeah, basically, honestly, and I, like, and I made that point last podcast too. Uh, that last pod, I said the exact same thing. How are you going to keep playing these exact same dudes because you don't know what's going to happen next? If Brazier really is going to get the boot at the end of the season, you don't know what's going to happen. You're wasting half a season with two players that are seem seeming to have potential. Like, what's the point of keeping keep doing this thing where you don't know what's going to happen at the end? I just don't understand it. <sighs> There's just there's very little dog out there right now. There's very little dog, and then you don't have Rubio, you don't have Keegan, um, and and the dog gets even smaller in this team, right? Like those two guys, you know, are at least going to play physical. They're not going to be scared. They're not going to back down. And then you take them out, and you replace them with, I guess, Bombi was playing, or Sam a little bit. Like that, there's just no good replacement for those guys and it's they're just i also was thinking like that you can't even hand it over to the kids and the guys you want to see play because hanya ran out of his four games with the senior team in like freaking may so he can't even come up and get some run with the team um they still haven't paired they still haven't parent trapped remy for kevin yet at all, which is driving me crazy. Like we can't even turn to that because there's no good kids to play right now. So there's Honestly, nothing to do. There, there really isn't. And it, it all comes down to, and, and we've heard it. And I know Dwayne has some inside that we can talk about, but there's been some things being said by players and throwing out there where they're frustrated and they're frustrated about way things are going and being held in practice. And it's just, it you can tell the players want it. They really truly do want it. You saw it today in this four three three kind of makeshift that they want to go out there and play, but it keeps feeling like Frazier's putting these guys in the wrong spots and it's not coaching up to their strengths and trying to bring up the weaknesses to be mediums, which is what a coach needs to be. At the end of the day, I still think Bombi is better as a center back. Stop putting him out on the wings because you're not using his versatility, his calmness on the ball very effectively when you put him out on the wings. Put like as a right back or, or a left back. Put him down the middle, whether that's center back, whether that's a six. Prezo's clearly not doing it. Bombi's oh, always putting in tackles. Like, put in. There's a whole thing that positions don't matter anymore. And I completely agree because positions don't matter. It matters how you play and where and what you do out on the pitch. When you're trying to pigeonhole a player into one side of the ball, it's not going to work. And it's just, and that's where Bombi is 
failing really like he's failing because his best attributes having the ball at his feet and trying to find the next guy and breaking lines Prizo can't do that and Bombi's also really good at putting in tackles because he just doesn't care he's long and lengthy he has that kind of thing where he just puts in his foot and he he magically comes away with the ball and he's super athletic I keep saying they're gonna play him at center back because that's what we've heard we've heard he's a center back and they only see him as a center back but when you're not playing to the strength of your players, that's when you start getting results like this. Why are you putting Gavon out of the wings? He's clearly way more creative down the middle and in the 10 roll. Like, it, it's like when they're trying to put Ronan back at the 6 and he couldn't make a tackle. He couldn't cut passing lanes. He couldn't do anything. At this point, it just you're putting players in the wrong positions and they're not doing the right moves. And that's the most frustrating part. Dwayne, I know you uh, have had some... You have, we were talking in our Slack, we were talking in the group chats. What's your biggest frustration with this performance tonight? Is it one player? Is it told, is it the, the, just the totality of where the team is at as possibly the worst they've ever played as a club? Like, what is it? I, I don't think there's one thing to really zero in or target. I think there's so many things going wrong. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest problem on this team and is kind of what I tweeted out earlier that one of the announcers, Connors made a good point in, in contrast to it, but it's the statement that even the announcers are saying, quote, it's this, this is just the same old story. And it's not, that's, and, and like that came, that came on an international broadcast, everybody. That was on Apple TV for everyone across the world with access to it because it was a free game. You don't even have to pay to watch that little bit of magic tonight. Yeah, God, um, people got their money's worth at least. Yeah. If you like Minnesota, um, I feel like Reynoso too. Two I mean, games. he was awesome. Yeah. Did we lose Dwayne? Two games. Oh, there he is. Hey, he's am having I, issues. Am I gone? Sorry. Sorry, I'm having some issues. We're all uh, gone, Dwayne. Don't worry. That... Oh. Two games in a row. Announcers making fun of them. Gone again. You're kind of you, every time you stop talking, you come back, and I think that's the that's what's really funny about it to me right now. It's like <laughs> the, the universe <laughs> has spoken. <laughs> um, okay, so so positives. I want to talk positives because because I do think there were some good things to take out of this. One, Sydney Tavares had a good game. That was a good game. You saw some nice dribbling. Um, created a lot of free kick chances. Um, Drew yellow, like he, like it worked. Like his, his get his body into the other guy's body game worked. Um, he had some nice runs around the box. Um, I don't know. It was night and day from, from the last game. What did you think? Yeah. To me with him, it's at the end of the day, it sucks so much. Cause I think he did have a great game and I thought he brought creativity that that midfield missing. And again, getting balls through, he will attack. He was slashing defenders and trying to get and actually breaking lines the biggest thing with him, it's not his fault, but it's that those assets were being allocated to him when you already have an, an abundance of like midfielders that play that position where you could have allocated those assets to a, a six, which is clearly the biggest need of this team right now. 
and that's the biggest frustration. But if you're just looking at this game in like in a vacuum, I thought he played great. I thought it was awesome. Keep, I thought if he keeps playing like this, I think he was gonna take Cole Bass's job, and I think Cole Bassett it's gonna light a fire under his ass because that's what he needs, and that's exactly what you want. You want him to be able to come in and try to battle for that starting position. They're giving him every opportunity, and if he can take that ten eight rule and you get a six, then you're pretty much set in that midfield with a Ronan and Tavares and whoever you bring in at that six, whether it's Bombay or somebody else. They're just missing that dog at the six, man. I mean, really, truly, that's all they need right now is just a real dog. Sorry, Sydney. Juan, Sydney. you're right. My bad. I like that he went with uh, – I thought, I like that he went with that on the back of his kit. We haven't talked about that on the show, but I, I appreciate that. Um, for a guy that has, like, what, two senior team appearances in his life going with the first name like that, like, I like it. That shows some confidence. Um, yeah. <laughs> he said it. Fuck it. I have nothing else to play for. Right Let's have fun with it. My favorite comment of all of these was uh, Dwayne's internet played midfield tonight. <laughs> Dude. It was so tough, man. You're right. Like, Warner's pointed out the best. They, they don't tackle. No one tackles. No one tries to tackle. Um, and then behind um, behind them, I thought Maxwell had a nice game. Oh, Maxwell had a great game. You know, probably his best in, in a few months, maybe. Um, really made his presence felt. Had that nice block early. Um, playing a little sweeper-keeper action. You know, getting all the way out to the boundary. And, and, and uh so that was nice. Um, um, real quick, talking sure. about the talking about not putting in tackles, and I that's something Quarter's like very, very um, uh, in like saying that's the biggest issue. Is it the players not having the effort to play in the tackle, or does it come down to they're not being put in the right positions? They don't know where they're supposed to be, so they can't. They're There's kind no of urgency. like out of place. Like, so you think it's more on the players just. There's no urgency. Of... No one cares. Okay. Why, why would you put yourself into the ground? Why would you create contact with someone where you could, you know, get cleated in the hamstring or, you know, twist an ankle or, or whatever it is, get stepped on? Why would you do that? Like, what's the point? You're the worst team in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, it's no rhyme or reason as to what position, formation, or lineup will be put out every game to game. Um, it doesn't matter because you're not going to score anyways. You're going to give up a bunch of goals. It's going to be over early. And you just make a business decision. And right? I completely agree, but to play devil's advocate, because it's something like I can complete devil's advocate. Sure. What's the difference between now and then? It'd be at the beginning of the season when they still weren't putting in tackles. When they that's still a good point. Like, no, you're right. You're right. Like, you're right. I'm, and that's my thing. Like, I'm not saying because I agree with you. <laughs> Dwayne's back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That happens, my guy. Turns out the one that's supposed to be in bed was using the internet up to watch watch some YouTube that was not the Rapid Show. Tisk, tisk, oh. Hey, by the way, <laughs> real quick, real quick, watching the Rapid Show, we got 23 people in here. Give us a like. Let's get to 20, 23 likes would be dope, like, immediately. Yo, we so love you guys. Sick. Oh, we'd appreciate you guys. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, that would be a record on the show. Do it. Yeah, like, so we'd appreciate it, guys. That'd be awesome. Um, uh, man, your okay. mic just connected doing, by the way. <laughs> no, he's okay. You're okay. Don't get... I mean, I can hear you, but yeah, but it's a uh, <laughs> poor dude. Doing is just the epitome of the rapids today. <laughs> My guy's going through it. Um, he is rapid. The man. other thing I liked, and the other thing I do think is worth talking about, you know, before we 
really start tearing apart some big questions and stuff like that, man. There's, um, I gotta say, it's Gutman to Navarro is a thing. Gutman to Navarro is a thing. Yeah. That long curling ball off of Gutman's left foot into that right at the front of the box holdup play. There's something there. Um, and we didn't see the. We didn't see it happen. There wasn't anything I saw that happened, but so much we saw Keegan running up that right side last game, right, where he was, like, wide open and the play could continue. I want to see Cabral start next game and be that speedy option on the – why not? Who cares? We're paying enough money. He's just sitting there. But see that speedy option in space because they keep making space for the person on the far side over and over and over and over. And so you have someone like Cabral, look, try it. Why not? Just throw, you know, throw it out there. See what happens. But, um, or any, like anyone, I don't know. I don't care. But like, we've seen Harris for a few games now, no goals, no assists. Um, give Cabral, give Cabral a shot with Navarro. See, you're paying him enough money to, like you should. My issue with this is I don't want to, this team is already so bad, so down in the dumps that it feels like you're giving Cabral the time that he didn't earn. Whether that's his fault or not, it just feels like he hasn't earned it. He's had all year to earn it, and he hasn't done absolutely nothing. Of he hasn't played that much. I mean, how many minutes do you think Cabral has played off the top of your head? How many appearances? How many minutes? I'm going to say 380. Wayne, what would you guess? Minutes or games? Both. Uh, Damn, it's actually way more than I thought. <laughs> I was going to say, like, probably 12 games. He has played, he's appeared in 19 matches. Uh, okay. Well, there you go. 900 minutes? That can't be right. There's no way that's right. 900 minutes, two goals, no assists. All right. Maybe I don't want him starting. Good Lord. Is that real? How is that real? Because he's How's bad. Because <laughs> there's not been a lot to watch this year. Like 900 minutes? That is, like, the quietest 900 minutes. I have ever, I mean, yeah. Probably, oh, man. Because he's been playing defense with the rest of the team for 700 of those Yes, three 90s, three more over 70, four more over six. All right, there you go. Damn. Crazy stat. Absolutely crazy stat. That's what, that, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I don't, I don't think he's earned that. And I'm like, so the, the issue with this team, it's, it feels so privileged. It feels like the spoiled little kid that gets everything they want and they do nothing and just complain about it. Like, that's what it feels like. It really does. And I'm just like, if you're not going to be good, I'm okay with that. You're just not up to par. But when you're not putting in the effort, that's, yeah. the, that's the issue. That's where I'm annoyed. You see Ronin. You keep... Elise is trying out there, man. Bombi's trying. Maxu was trying out there. Nava was trying. Like, how can you not look at this and be like, what the hell? Like, why aren't you trying? That's the one thing I can't excuse. You being bad, I can. You not trying, it's like, all right. Like, you're not trying. Dwayne, you look so sad listening to that segment right there. Oh, my it's, God. It's all true. <laughs> it's just – it's like one depressing stat after the other. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is a this is a weird take, 
but I feel okay. like Maxu hates being on the Rapids. Oh, that's the right take. Who do you think does think... hate being on the Rapids right now? Like, honestly, I want to. I don't know. I, I just I see some guys. I, I see some it. guys who look like they still enjoy playing soccer on, on the Rapids, and Maxu mm. just seems like he really uh, is regretting coming stateside. Dude, I don't... do you blame him? <laughs> no, no, totally not. But it's just, it, it's just, he doesn't hide it anymore. Like the, he just looks furious at existence right now. Um, it, it, <laughs> looks so sad. It's funny because all I can think about it's uh, the because you kind of have that Ben Affleck look going right now when he's smoking yeah. that cigarette when he's out there. <laughs> With the yeah, when he's just like he's just like I'm so done. <laughs> That's all I can oh, think about. That's how I feel. That's how I feel with the Rapids right now. It's. Uh... I don't. Okay. Here's here's my thing. I think we're all in agreement that like they should pull the trigger on Fraser. Yes, everyone. They should. Yeah. They're not will they? But should they? They're, they're, yeah, they're going to. I mean, something's got to be done, and you know the coach is going to be the scapegoat for it, and. You know, unfortunately, the problem is so much bigger than Fraser. And I i mean, you know, Fraser, even the announcers on the TV tonight um, on the broadcast had mentioned, you know, Fraser's first season and a half or so was very, very good. You he's know? a good coach. Yeah, he's a good coach. And, and that's when the squad was built to the style of coaching and the formation that Fraser will run. Since then, that squad has been busted apart, traded out, sold, not replaced, um, and then some big injuries as well. And to me, you know, that, that's where the problem is so much bigger than Fraser. You know, like it's I, – I mean, these extensions are a problem well, okay, for the club. Yes, yes the problems are bigger than that. That doesn't mean that he's doing a no. I'm not saying he's fired doing a great level job. Sure, right? You got to coach to the players that you have, and it, and it is clear that that Fraser is a has a very stubborn style of rolling out the same formation and expecting dudes to play out of their position into the positions that he wants them to be in, regardless of whether or not they're good at that. And, and what you have is a repetitive season of getting your teeth kicked in because of it. So, yeah, I mean, he's not blameless in any of this by any means. But I'm just saying he's going to be the scapegoat for all of it. And the problem is way bigger, way bigger. It's just more like he's not the only one to blame, but he's going to get the biggest amount of blame. For, this. for sure, I, for sure. Kind of thing. And he's earned some of it. And he's oh, he's earned a lot. Sure. You had you had eighteen days off. Eighteen days off to get ready for LAFC. You're down three zero at half. Lose four zero. You have a week to get ready for Minnesota. You're down three zero at half. It's terrible. That's terrible. That's dude. coaching. That is not the front office. That is coaching. No, I, I that agree. Is game planning. That is preparation. It's terrible. What? So, so my point is, Salt Lake, right? Like. How fitting is it that Salt Lake might be the team that puts the final nail on the coffin this weekend? Because, I mean, do do you have high hopes? Do you have high hopes for this? No, we're going to get demolished on Saturday. Destroyed. 
Let's go! I hate it. I hate it, but it's like the players aren't even, you know, half the squad's not even playing anymore, you know? Why should um, they? Like, they're done. Like, I know. I, I'm just. No, I'm it's not, not your fault. But like, they, they should like, play because they're getting paid tons of money. Tons of money. If if I don't put out the effort to do my job, I don't have a job anymore. And again, they shouldn't have a job, regardless whether they like. They've shown they're not putting in the effort. Like, why? What's going to make a difference if you do it in the last seven games? Like, it's bad, regardless at this point. Like, it's just so bad. You have nineteen points. I think you're five points out of the next place out in the West. You're like that's bad. That's not good. Like, you have nineteen points with ten games left. Like, how? How is it possible? Dustin's right. Just put him out of his misery. Don't make him coach out these nine games of miserableness. Don't. What's the point? Like, And I think that's the right like, way to think about it, Mitch. I think you're 100% correct. Why do that thinking, to him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was thinking about it in the car this morning, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not thinking about it as, like, we need to fire him. I'm just thinking of we need to release him. Like, let him be free. <laughs> You know, yeah, like dude. go, no go be a part of a team. Job. Yeah, with, go, go with full a, air bud, air bud on him. <laughs> yeah, just just go be free and, and join a team that has a GM that surrounds you with the players that you know fit the system that you coach versus this weird island of misfit toys like puzzle pieces that don't match up. Um, that were, you know, that he's stuck with. So. Just set him free, man. It, it is really? a little bit. And Mitch, when you were gone, we kind of talked about this a little bit. It was um, after the pod more than anything. It's is Frazier a technical coach or is he a development coach? He's not a development coach. He but That's he sure. was though. He helped he's bring up not. Fat Bine and Cole Bassley. He helped Austin Trusty Cup. He he's turned into a technical coach where he. Things I feel like he's earned the things where like I want established players because well, he did. We cannot also. Well, not, that's that's not good. It's not. It's <laughs> and I'm not taking any blame away from him. I'm not saying, but like it feels like he has transitioned to this thing where like because you gotta remember he did bring in a, a like three or four young guys that under his wing like became decent players and first team level players the first two three years of his tenure. Like he had some minds. You remember um, Austin Trusty's another one. The, the oh, Corny Ford is another one too, where he helped and developed him and made him get first team minutes. Cole Bassett, like he has that in him, but he, I feel like it's also been a development of where like I want to play this style. I've earned my spot. Go get me established players because I want to win, which I think it's completely fair. But it's also that's not how the Rapids are operating, and there's where the headbutting is. He's completely turned into this sort of guy where I want to go buy the players that are going to make my team good and stop kind of bringing up the youth with him. Like, you see Ralph Preso out there, and look how long it took him to get minutes. Uh, he's been bad, I agree. He brought he got brought in last year, and he's barely he hasn't getting been actual- developed. And Robin exactly. has known him since he was like 13. Exactly. That's what I mean. And he's like, not, yeah. He's, it he's... feels like that, de- but even developing within the team has stopped. Michael Barrios, when he got here, completely was blazing hot. You can also develop new, pl- older players to fit your system and help them achieve what they need to achieve in your system. And it feels like he's kind of stopped 
doing that a little bit, or the players are stopped have stopped responding. And it's again, it just could be his message is getting stale, and he hasn't re-upped, and he's been really stubborn, how you said. Yeah, but can can Robin Fraser develop anyone who's not uh, a defensive player? Slash already on a track and will be good. Yeah, already really good. Like, how much do you have to develop? Sam Vines was going to get out of the Rapids. Yeah, how much do you have to develop Vines and Trusty? Trusty was in Philly and he wasn't doing anything. So he wasn't he wasn't a really good system and he wasn't doing anything. And there's my thing. I as much as like I think he should be gone. Like I also want to like I want to talk about like where his it feels like he's been where he is and where he's going and where he's gone because it's not white and black because he's done good things he's helped the rapids but i still think he should be gone and like the truth of it is that he just maybe stopped doing the small things because he got a little too comfortable i want to talk about the smith either you're out on smith or you're out on fraser like dichotomy of thought that's been going on whether it's like, oh, well, you say Frazier should be fired, it should be Smith. I want to get to that, but I'm, first we want to jump into um, some ad reads for the homies. Cannot do a show without talking about illegal Pete's. In this episode of DNVR Rapids, this Loser's Lounge is brought to you by Illegal Pete's, offering handmade mission-style burritos, bowls, and tacos crafted with responsibly sourced, high-quality ingredients with a full bar and a wide selection of local craft beer at every location to keep the burritos and the good times rolling. Stop by for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. Illegal Pete's is the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. 28 years. Legend. Pete rules. Eat your feelings at Illegal Pete's. (laughs) (laughs) Shove some queso down your face. Um, (laughs) uh, Look, oh, I don't have a tip of the week this week for myself. Uh, but my merch number two, Riley, the homie, right? Uh, every time we go to Illegal Pete's, he doesn't do this anywhere else we go to get food. He gets a Pepsi that's about three quarters Pepsi and then about a quarter of Mountain Dew. And oh, wow. it, he does this every time we go. Wow. He loves it. He swears by it. I have yet to try it out of principle, but... I'm just Had throwing it out there. Work. If any other homies in the chat or <laughs> listening want to try it, call it the Riley. Good for him. If it's my moral obligation. Drink, if, if you're forced to drink Pepsi, put some Mountain Dew in it. <laughs> you guys want to know something? Pepsi tastes like Mexican Coke, according to my uh, mother-in-law. Ooh, I like that take. And Mexican Coke is like regarded as one of the better Cokes. I think it's the best Coke, uh, besides diet. Uh, we are also brought to you by Broken Tea Golf Course. Uh, Broken Tea is the coolest golf course with the best vibes. I mean, it has a freaking steal your face dead logo in it. Yeah, in its dope. logo. Like, come on, that's the vibiest golf course around. Uh, they have an award-winning practice facility. You can play 27 holes if you're really getting crazy with it. You can play the 18-hole championship course and then get nine in on a par three. They have a completely stocked pro shop full of all the sick gear you want. Trying to get our pins and aces polos in there, maybe. Check out the DMVR locker. We got the ice cream one, the DMVR camo one. Check that out. Um, They have a great restaurant, Wyatt's. I've eaten there multiple times after golf tournaments and rounds and hung out. And it's a great place to hang out and get some food in after a long day outside. Um, And they have a, a great set of experienced teaching professionals with Meta Golf. 
Uh, on Friday, September 22nd, there's a charity tournament, prizes support, Bridge House, and the Tri-Cities Homeless Action Team's effort to open a navigation center that will provide a facility for community members struggling with homelessness to receive temporary shelter, connect with services, and create a pathway out of homelessness for good. Go to BrokenTeagolf.com to make a tea time and get the latest updates. Use code DNVR10 for 10% off any round on their regulation course. That is DNVR10 for 10% off at Broken Tea Golf Course. Shout out to the homies at Broken Tea Golf. Um, okay, this whole thing, when we say Frazier should be fired, no, you shouldn't. You should fire Smith. Dwayne, why can't it be both? Why can't I think that Frazier's done a bad job coaching and Smith has done a bad job putting this team together? And I don't think either has done enough to keep their job. I mean, am I wrong? Sorry, my headset just died. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. Yeah, of course. Great. Ask your question again. Uh, it just feels anytime I bring up Frazier's, like anytime I see the discussion of Frazier out or Frazier not doing a good enough job, someone counters with, well, Smith put this team together. He's been terrible too. And it's like, can't both, like, can't one have done a job enough to get fired and the other done a job enough to get fired? Like, is that possible? Yes. <laughs> like, can it be both? Can't, like, sure. Yes. Frazier is not getting de- dealt the same deck of cards that other coaches in the league are with more talent on their roster, but you can't say this team comes out prepared on a regular basis. Sure. I, I mean, I th- I'm, at, I'm at the point now where I think uh, I'll just clean it all out. I know <laughs> it's going to cost a lot of money, but you know who has a whole bunch of money? The Cronkies. They have bunch a whole of bunch too. of money. They should pay for their own mistakes. Yep. The and fans cover all it. of this. Yeah. I mean, the club deserves it. The players deserve it. The fans deserve it. They need to put up the money to fix things and whatever the cost is. I mean, they made the extensions and now you've got a roster that isn't working, a coaching staff that isn't able to work with the roster. Um, a roster that is uh, half like tuned out, it seems. Um, oh, they're choosing their, their free agency destinations. A bunch so feels like it. you know, it's yeah. to me. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I have, I maybe have been the longest holdout on this mentality. <laughs> I think Yaya's laughing because he, I spend so much time defending people and. Uh, <laughs> I I I am all out of defense. Every defense I've used, I have been proven wrong multiple times. And uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm grown up enough to admit when I'm wrong, and I've been wrong for defending a lot of stuff in this club for a long time. So yeah, I think I I think that's I don't know any other solution. There's been years and years and years of trying this the same way over and over again, and it doesn't work. I really think, I really think that even if it's not firing Smith right now, right? Frazier is a shot to the guys that may or may not be able to start next year, may or may not go to an MLS team. And, you know, like, hey, like, you need to finish this season out with your best foot forward, right? Like, isn't that the message here? Like, this is not, the coaching has not been good enough. This person is leaving because of it. 
you need to step up your play as as the rest of this club. Or am I off here? Yeah, yeah. You don't seem totally in step with that. No, uh, if I'm honest, man, it's like you're completely right. It's like one of them has to go first. One of them. And I think no matter what, if a new guy came in, Frazier wouldn't be there too, right? Like I don't exactly. think order of operations really matters here. I don't think a new guy is going to come in and be like, that's the guy I need to keep. 16 goals in 25 games. That's the coach I need. And exactly. And that's what I mean. Like, one of them has to go. And the truth is, if you get rid of Porig, you're getting rid of both. Yeah. If you're getting rid of Frazier, Porig has a chance. Small. Exactly. But a chance at all. So you're saying there's a chance. There's always a chance. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, man, I the ownership is like we get we harp on it so much and it sucks because we sound like broken records saying it over and over again but the ownership's model with this team it's literally you should be happy you still exist like and it yeah. kind of feels like that and it and i know it sucks because we all support this team we love this team we cry for this team like we bleed blue and burgundy and it sucks so much because we want this as bad as anybody and it feels like yeah, right now I can yell and scream, fire Frazier, Porik shouldn't be here anymore. Get me a whole new squad. But it just doesn't feel like the right thing at the end of the day because at the end of the day, you still have the Cronkies in charge. And if ownership's not 100% behind you, what's the point of even doing things? Dwayne knows this perfectly 100% with Wolves. He's seen that team go from being one of the best teams, one of the funnest teams in the Premier League, to now being a complete, utter disaster. You look at St. Louis, St. Louis is not prettier, better, or more attractive than Denver or Colorado, and yet it has a better soccer squad because the ownership is willing to put in the work. You look at Minnesota, all due respect to Minnesota, Minnesota is not as good as Denver, Colorado, or any place around here, and they're doing better than Colorado. It all comes down to the people making the real changes and what they want, and I just don't think until there's a true commitment, Porig or Frazier is going to mean nothing to this team. They're just going to be a footnote in this team that they were the worst pairing in Rapids history, and that's all it's going to be at the end of the day. I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, here's my hot take. I don't, I don't think the motto of the Cronkies is "You should be happy that you still <laughs> exist," because that team has doubled in value since 2013, from like, I don't know, 75 million to 300 million. Uh, they don't care if you like the team or not. Because they're making so much sweet, sweet money off of our misery right now. I don't think they're making uh, that much money. Dude, the team has doubled in value with without them doing anything spectacular. They went from two We're talking seventy-five million dollars. Okay, but that's that's theoretical dollars. dollars. They don't have three hundred million dollars. But that's but that's why you owe them money every year. Yeah, but, but dude, that's not it's not made up, Mitch. It's not made up money. They have placed the value on there, and that's what the bids come in. Look at oh, the sure, Broncos, but the bids are they're not selling. That's what I'm saying. Like they're right. not selling. They're not they don't have to. that money. Right, and that's they're not going to. They're not making money. They, they are making they money. Decide to cash out. No, they're not though because they're not getting that. The Rapids don't okay. operate at a profit. They're not making. Here's money. me. Here's they, me coming from the future. They're going to sell the team. Wait, in the you future. still have so much hair. What the hell? Whoa, and, you ain't and, great. <laughs> and they're going to get a whole bunch of money for sure, it. If they sell, they, they will. did. They will sell when the team value levels off. They're going to cash this cash cow out. And until then, they don't give a crap. They just don't. 
And I don't want to hear any Avs or Nuggets fans telling me that they're a great owner because look at what they've done with those teams. Maybe they are, but when it comes to the Colorado Rapids Soccer Club, they are among the worst owners in the history of the sport. Can I have, That's how bad they I are. I have a question. Does Josh going to Arsenal games all the time and like being around a club that actually knows how to operate and give a shit and put out a good product is Josh is opening that, his wallet to pay over a hundred million dollars for one player when he's not giving us a freaking bag of Skittles? But no. Um, <laughs> I don't give a if he shows up. Open his wallet. That's what, what I'm saying. To do. Is that good? Is that a good for the Rapids that he is going somewhere, seeing how it's done? Yeah, yeah. Tell me. It. Go. So. No, it's not good because he knows how it's done if he still refuses to do it for the Rapids because at the end of the day well, – That's just, just started like in the last few weeks. This isn't like that, a new thing for him. It's not – This is a new thing, thing for him. Is He's open not, for years. Wait, wait, wait. Let me answer. Wait, wait, wait. Let Go. me answer. So he, he – Dwayne is right. He has done this for a while. It just never comes to fruit because he didn't create the infrastructure to actually bring the team to actually be good for a long time. That's the thing. Now that he's seen results, he's investing in the team and spending the money that's needed to make this team good and profitable for a long time. And Arsenal is also one of the few franchises in the world that actually makes a profit on everything they do. Because in reality, very few franchises, whether it's NBA, NHL, or MLS, or MLB, make any profit at the end of the day. The real profit from the ownership comes at the end when they do decide to sell because they're growing an asset at every single time. Arsenal does make money day-to-day basis. Sorry, my dog's got crazy. But Arsenal does make money day-to-day basis. They make a yearly profit. And that's why he's willing to spend that money at the end of the day. Because he is seeing that check come right back to him at the end. And the reason and the and the issue is it is bad for the rabbits because you see that he's willing to do it. You see that he knows how soccer operates. That it's not like every other league in the world where you can just trade and draft players no he sees that you need to spend money to be a good team and he still refuses to do it for his club that he originally owned all right fair enough fair enough fair enough i just think seeing him actually like josh right stands on arsenal this whole time josh hasn't really been involved but he's going to the games he's around the club he's in the offices could it be i go there i soak up knowledge I finally conquer the MLS. All right, I'm out of it. I tried. Would have been, I, tried. Would have been I went with something cool. there and nothing, nothing was there. Nothing was would there. Have been real, would have been real cool if he'd showed up to even a game, you know, for the for the team that he owned first. Do we know that he hasn't been to a game this year? I don't know that. Mm. Do they, I mean, I don't know. How would we know? I, I'm willing to bet three people. I would bet two. I'm been. just saying, like, dude, there's no, like, tracker on whether or not they show up. I don't know. I can't say with any wasting money on that tracker. I assure you. (laughs) Sure. They didn't even show up to opening day of their own stadium. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Unlike garbage, man. It's it's embarrassing. Embarrassing. (laughs) And okay, and the other thing, Juanes, you're completely right. He doesn't. Philadelphia hasn't spent a lot of money. Like Philadelphia has a great system. They don't spend a lot of money, but this is the thing. They have commitment from ownership. They had they built an infrastructure where they can develop players and help players get to the next system. They believed in Jim Curtin. They believed in everything. And they 
the GM asked, what do you want to do, Jim? It's not butting heads. You're building a, con a contrasting system right now where you got two people trying to do different things and it's not taking you anywhere. They have belief in everything they're doing. This organization and this team does it. And that's the biggest issue. Yeah. 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 You're right. You nailed it. Um, as we wind down here, really quick, let's talk about the last diehard sale we may ever have, ever, to join DNVR with a diehard membership. Normally, $80 for the year gets you all the perks we talk about at the end of the show all the time, right? Bar discount, merch discount, free merch, tickets to diehard events, all that stuff. 60 bucks. We never do these sales. We literally have never done a sale on memberships. Probably never will again. This is your only time. Gets you $20 off. Free shirt instantly. 35 bucks of value there. Boom. 15% off your bar tab. Watch a few games the rest of the season. Boom, boom, boom. There you go. Um, 100% worth it. And it goes until midnight. So you have two and a half hours if you're watching this live. Um, go check that out. Support local. Um, you know, support all these great people that put on out all these great shows. It's not just us. It's Broncos, uh, Avs, Nuggets, Buffs, um, Rockies, Rams, uh, everything. Everything we do, DNVR uh, podcasts, all that stuff. Um, you support it by by grabbing a diehard membership. Um, and in the locker, $24 shirts and hats, $24, except for the brand new releases, $24, everything um, until Sunday. So if you've been, you want to get stocked up for Nuggets, Ab season, whatever, all our Nuggets championship shirts are 24 bucks right now, normally 40. So go check that out. Um, we got a bunch of cool Buffs gear. We dropped a anti-Nebraska shirt today. That was not on sale, but you should still check it out. Um, yeah, get into the locker. Yaya, what's your favorite shirt? Uh, I love the Broncos, the Buck and Bronco that we have, like the Strong Boy Bronco. I think that's badass. Yeah, Dwayne. The, the favorite one I own is the Air, Air Jordan, the Air Gordon. Yeah, Dwayne. Oh, Sombor Maxi. Yeah, Sombor Maxi's great. Yeah, my personal favorite, the Nug Life, the greatest design Eric has ever come up with and will ever come up with. Um, and uh, yeah, just get in there. Um, we really appreciate it. it helps us. It goes a long way, um, more than you think it does. So appreciate any support there that you can. Um, all right, last segment here, guys. Looking forward. RSL this week. Oh. Give us a like. Give us a yes. like. Give us Sorry. a like. Yeah. We're close. Like, like, like. We're close to our goal. We're at 19 likes. Do it for the vibes because they're bad and give me a reason to live. If you give me to 20, I will be happy for another day, and that's all I need. Do it for the blessings. Yeah, we need the blessings of Rapid Man. <laughs> Please. Oh, look at that shirt. Not a DMVR shirt, but a great shirt nonetheless. Um, no, you can't buy it on our locker. Get away. Yeah, yeah. Got Dwayne. Um, uh, last segment. Oh, I guess I should ask: Do we have any flowers to give? Oh, uh, honestly, dude, my I I think this is unfair to the team to even try to for it's unfair to people. If Dwayne, no if you have something that's cool with me, like no flowers. You have anything, I don't. Dwayne? I don't have any to give. I'm not. I'm not itching at the like. Uh, Okay. I do like okay. watching Navarro play. I will he's say fun. that. Yeah, he's his, cool. His touch on the ball is really good. It gives me a little bit of hope. We just have anybody that can get the ball to him yet. That dribble, <laughs> through, that dribble through a double team 
to get out into the break and send that ball up to Bassett wide open who missed that shot is my anti-Flowers. I'm taking Flowers from Cole Bassett for missing that shot. Good Lord. That was awful. Um, okay. Uh, looking ahead, Rocky Mountain Cup in Salt Lake. Rapids got their pants pulled down by fake Salt Lake last time we played. Well, both times. We went open. It went. Was it open cup MLS or MLS open cup? Doesn't matter. Both were bad. Open cup, I think. Um, this actually brings up a really good point, too, guys. Guys, don't be mean to the social media people. They have no. They have nothing to do with the results. They have quotas. They also they have can't to fire meet. anybody. They also have quotas. <laughs> they have to tweet through the game. They have to get out a certain amount of tweets because I saw so many people bagging on them, and I'm like, guys, like I get it. I'm also mad, but these are not the people to blame. Trust yeah. me, they're they're good people. At the end of the day, they're just trying to make a buck and live in a lot of people doing what they me. love. They they also what you might not understand is that uh, they don't have a direct line to Porg or the Cronkies. So when you yell at them to sell the team. They don't own it. They, all they me. can do is tweet. Trust me. And they're, you're yelling at them, sell the team. And internally, they're like, yes, yeah, sell this damn team. Like, like they all I, want to, like. If I really wanted to, I didn't, I don't have to tweet through the game on the Rapids account. I mean, I should, but this is not our job. We have jobs. The three of us have jobs at DMVR that aren't this. Like, I could just not do that and it would be fine. That poor social team, they absolutely have to do They do not have a choice. They have to tweet through the game. Um, I'm sure they wouldn't if they didn't get paid. Um, and I know you're saying they're doing good. Like, I'm not like Mavillion. Like, again, you're doing a, a great job, you know, like you're like, you're being a good guy. You're saying, give them flowers, but I'm tweeting it out. Cause I saw some people really going ham at the social media team for no reason. Um, okay. Really quick. I want to just, because we don't have a show before the Salt Lake match this weekend. It was bad. It was two games, and it was really where I saw the most people. I want to say that was where the kind of the turning point of public opinion. I mean, it's not that the team was good, right, because it wasn't. But losing at home in a week twice to Salt Lake, you saw the masses just, just completely shut down. Is there any hope going into Salt Lake, into Sandy, into America First Field, the worst named field in the MLS. Uh, Dwayne, Dwayne looks like he's lining up for a mugshot. Like, <laughs> do the Trump face really quick. <laughs> You're too good looking, man. You're never going to get there. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right, I can't. I screenshotted it. All right, good. Um, no, I mean, do you have any hope? Like, honestly, like, no, like, not even one percent. Not one percent. There's nothing. Not even one percent. No this chaos it, that is soccer. That the ball no. will bounce the right way, and a penalty will be called the right way, and the Rapids can squeak out with a point, maybe three. There's nothing. No. no. I, RSL and and look, like you know, I can't stand them. Uh, you know, most of us don't, as we should. Uh, I don't know, Dwayne. You're about to say something very nice about him. Well, no, I'm just <laughs> saying it's factual why they're going to beat us. It's okay to hate a team and still be able to tell facts about it. Otherwise, you are um, headed to Congress. Um, so, you know, the whole th- the thing is, 
RSL is on the rise. They only got better during the transfer window. Yeah. Um, their offense is potent. And it doesn't take – I mean, at the beginning of the season, I remember going on a rant about how I'm not afraid of any team in the MLS because our defense is so stout. And uh, wow, bad take, Dwayne, right there. Um, because three goals before halftime, two games in a row now, uh, one against LAFC, who is a powerhouse that will destroy you in transition. And when you've got our midfield gaps plus our defensive gaps, uh, that is uh, home cooking for LAFC. Uh, and then you go into Minnesota, who's got a powerful front line, only made better in the transfer window again. Uh totally took advantage of us again. Now we're going into an RSL team that is very good. Uh, that is on the rise, still plays Pablo ball with, you know, super long passes, but you know, they've got the young kid. I forget his name. He's super young. Um, ah, shoot. What's his name? Not Luna. Luna? Is it Luna? I don't know. I, he, he's like he he's like seventeen or eighteen. I'm so Damn. bad with names. But you know, he's nineteen. Diego Luna's nineteen. He's an American. Okay, he's that's, on that World Cup team with Yappy yeah. down in Argentina. Um, yeah, he's he's not going to be a part of RSL very long because he he will be going moving off to Europe or somewhere soon. He's dead. and the reason that's going to happen is because he's going to obliterate that goal on Saturday, and. He's just one of their offense, and I uh, I think we should be very concerned about him <laughs> come Saturday. I, it's just I don't know what we would do. Um, we we have tried every player who can play offense on our squad. Uh, we've swapped it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We've brought in. Um, a player from Brazil uh, for a whole bunch of money. If we keep him after the lunch, who looks very, very good. And I love watching him play tonight. Uh, and none of them can score a goal. You know, I'm not saying Navarro can't score a goal. I'm saying as a collective unit, we cannot score a goal because someone has to get the ball to him, you know, and it, it's, I don't know who who that person is going to be um i just i don't know how we're going to score a goal they have two guys that i like as players so much in chicho and in luna that are so fun to watch and they have to wear the worst crest on the planet and we have to watch them just tear this team apart and it's going to be awful because those guys are fun. And I do not want those guys to be the ones that tear us apart. I already get – I had to – you know, we already miss out on some good games. There were some good games tonight. That St. Louis game, I wanted to watch that. The Miami game, I want to watch every Miami game. And instead we have to watch this. And we're going to have to watch fun players just destroy our team. It's going to – By the way, shout out, 
Shout out Brendan Belt, man. He's been all over the messy thing. He's getting He's coming on to talk messy. I invited him on to talk messy at some point. <laughs> yeah, like he is going in hard. He's even like dabbling on rapids, and I told him not to, but it's like, There's, you know, we like, have an MLS convert in the office because of messy. It worked. It worked. Like, it's literally like it's literally like you do out like low level drugs and you're like oh yeah this is cool and then they start getting into crack and you're like yo 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 stop real quick don't don't go too far in oh it's like, all in on messy yeah like that's what it's like dude, dude guys, is like a huge messy fan if you guys had to throw out a prediction right now as we wrap up the show a score prediction a score prediction does do we score a goal post leaks cup do we get our first post leaks cup goal do we get any points out of it? Yeah, yeah, we can start with you, my guy. Can I change mine a little bit? Can I just give a crazy prediction? Yeah, absolutely. Of, Do whatever like, you want. Crazy there, thing. there are no rules here. There's also I'm, no one's listening anymore. 56 <laughs> minutes in, baby. Do whatever you want. I'm going to call. <laughs> this, this is what I'm calling. Right here, right now. Fucking screen record. Everybody looking at me. It's going to be a double hat trick for one of the aerosol players. So two Arsenal players are going to get hat tricks, and Frazier's going to be fired at the end of the whistle. Okay, I mean that's I, a bold take. I don't. I can't say you're going to be wrong. I mean, six goals would be a lot. I think it would be the most they've given up this year by two. Um, no, well, yeah. Well, technically they give up six, but then there was some BS calls in the LAFC game. They should. It, those were real goals. I don't oh, know yeah, why. You're right. Yeah. They, those were legit goals. They just took them away because they felt bad for the rest. Sure. sure, yeah. Dwayne, do you have a crazy – do you want to do a score prediction or do you want to say something crazy will happen? Nah, I don't have anything crazy. Uh, I, I can tell you what I think. I think the score will be probably <laughs> what a lot of people in the chat are saying is that I think it's very likely could be four to nothing. Uh, normally I would say two or three to nothing. But nobody loves destroying the Rapids and embarrassing them more than RSL. And I think they are going to come into that game on Saturday. You're not going to see that, like, even if the Rapids do come out and do their 10 minutes of, like, you know, uh, high-press, you know, energetic play, RSL is going to match it, if not eclipse it, you know. And you're not going to see, like you did tonight, or even the first 10 minutes uh, against LAFC where Rapids came out strong and the other team didn't know what to do. Like RSL will know what to do. Like no team knows us better than that club and their coach. And uh, it's, 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 it could be bad news for us. Um, I hope that the players are listening and hate me right now and and they want to prove me wrong. Uh, man, nothing would make me happier than that. Um, Give him your address, Drain. Let him go find you. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Hey, man, I'll take them all out for ice cream after the game. You know, whatever teach them how to score a goal. <laughs> well, Waters is right. That would be – would that be a top five Rapids result this season? <laughs> Against RSL, sure. Even the run be... of play and the situation and the, the, the state of the club, would 0-0 be like – awesome right now i'd have fun real quick real quick before you give your prediction mitch because i know you're a cs you're a cu fan you love them right baby like and they play tcu what's more likely for tcu to score more touch i mean for the buffs to score more touchdowns 
or for the Rapids to allow more more goals. So will TCU score more? No, 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 no. Will the Buffs score more more touchdowns than the Rapids allow goals? Yeah, for sure. You think so? Yes. They lost 3-0. That's 21 points. You think they're yeah. going to score? I don't know, man. It's. I think it's... Okay, side note. Not a football podcast. Don't care. The Buffs have a quarterback. That's literally all you need to be decent in college football. You have to have a quarterback. They have a very good one. And they have a ton I, of fast guys that can catch the ball. They have one of the best players in the country in Travis Hunter at receiver and corner. I'm not saying they're going to be great, but they are going to score points and be excited. For sure. 100%. I think the Buffs score 35. Boom. Wow. 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 I, I think it's going to be deadlock. I think the Rapids allowed three, four. I think the Rapids allowed six goals. And you said only two hat tricks. So, yeah. That's why exactly. I think the Rapids allowed six goals. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, God, you're killing me. I got six goals. I've been saying. I'm all years. in on the evil. Give me disaster. I want him look, to get beat down look, right now. Look, like, look, I know. Look, I know. Look, I know. Look. There's going to be a game <laughs> at some point. It just happens. This is how it works. There's going this is to be what a Mitch game. And I talked about yesterday morning. There's going to be a game where the Rapids, where it works, and it's not their fault, right? Like it's going to be someone else's fault, but it's going to work, and the goals are going to go in, and there will be chaos, and they'll win a game they shouldn't, and it's it's going to happen, like for sure, it's going to happen. But it's not happening on Saturday, baby, because it's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, four, yeah, four. I think it's 4-0. I think it's 4-0. No, 3-0. 3-0, so it's an even 10 goals conceded, no goals scored through League's Cup. Like, since League's Cup. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a nice round number. Give me that. Yep. Yep. As I, I want Navarro to score. I want to keep predicting it. Like, okay, I'm into that one. Uh, I, I also love that Juan is just like dropping like bets on here. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's gonna happen. Like, there will be a game. I don't know when it is. It could be that Dallas game. Could be, uh, could be that Portland game that's left. Could be. I don't know. There's a game left. There is a game left. Where the Rapids, we're all we're all gonna be down. We're all gonna say it's terrible, and they're gonna win. But it probably won't be Saturday. At the end of the day, all that matters, remember that you are least not the Spanish FA. That's all you need to be happy about, that you're not the Spanish FA. <laughs> you it's might be worse. bad. There's always something worse going on. What, what, least, a, what a bunch least, of dummies. At least your mother's not being at least your mother's not locked in, in a church on a hunger strike because you did something bad. Remember that. Call your mom, folks. <laughs> or don't. You're just gonna be uh, sad. <laughs> any other thoughts there, guys? We hit the hour mark already. Uh anything else you want to get off your chest before the, we see each other again for the post game after the assault <laughs> late game? Uh Kevin. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Is there anything? Hey, the Rapids the Rockies are gonna lose hundred games, so it's about as bad as Hey, here here's one. Here's one. Here's one. We'll leave it with this. Okay. Who breaks the record for work? Like who um, clinches the record for worst season in team history first? 
the Rockies with a hundred losses or the Colorado Rapids with their Well, I believe the Rockies last loss just made sure that if they went if they went undefeated the rest of the way, they couldn't finish five hundred. Right. So I'm gonna I think they have like they have like twenty nine games left. No, I'm saying like no, they've clinched not being able to to make five hundred. They've already clinched that. They right, but the, we're talking about 100 losses. We're talking about getting to 100. No, I know. I'm saying if they have 20-something games left, they're for sure get, they're hitting the 100 mark. They're terrible. I, I think that's what it has to do. We have to do a TDSP, a little crossover episode, where we debate who's the worst team in Colorado with the Rockies. Wow, it's a sad show for the ages, everyone. Oh, people. Last year's buffs could have been included, but unfortunately, Prime Prime ruined that one for us. Uh, Dwayne, go ahead and start the plugs us out of here, my guy. All right. I have a very special plug this evening. Um, our, our friend, John Babiak, is, is headed back over um, to take care of uh, kids who have been displaced by the war and... Um, you know, kids that don't have homes anymore, schools anymore, separated from their friends. Uh, anyway, if you can skip a lunch that's five or ten bucks this week or whatever, uh, you know, jump over to him on Twitter. He's got a link um, to his help and uh, shoot him a few bucks for the kids. So those are as, as bad as the Rapids have it. You know, we're all watching this show on the internet with our computers in our homes, and we can, you know, laugh about that. Uh, you know, there's as bad as the Rapids are, there are much worse things in the world. And this is a, a chance for us to help out somebody in the Rapids community who's trying to make life a little bit less sucky for some kids who are in a real sucky situation yeah, and, so and we'll we'll read we'll twitter account too so you can see it there yeah i'll read i'll retweet it tonight after the show as well so you have plenty of ways to get to that link even if it's a dollar man whatever goes a long way love yeah. that it doesn't um, have to be this huge thing we already plugged the membership we already plugged the locker uh like and subscribe on youtube give us a thumbs up on your way out if you're still here please goes a long way did we hit 20 did we do it uh we actually hit 25 i think we hit 24, it looks like, according to the okay. YouTube stream. So give us one more if you can. Um, would be really cool. Uh, really appreciate it. I think that's the most we've ever gotten on a show ever. So pretty tight. Or at least um, really close. Yeah, we're close. Thanks, everybody. Um, we really appreciate you guys hanging out in the midst of a terrible, terrible season. It's cool that we have a little community here who wants to talk ball and knows ball <laughs> and uh, has some uh, has some fun with it. Um, obviously, shout out to Babiak like you just did. He's great. Um doing the Lord's work over there. So good for him. Um, and I guess after all that, <laughs> we're still going to say it. No, uh, don't say it. No. Nowhere to go, but nowhere to go, but <laughs> up, up, up. Up the bands. <laughs> I'm not ending it till we end it right. Up the bands. <laughs> <laughs>